for one take. It was terrifying. Oh, he's out. Oh, look at that. They're rubbing. Oh, love interest is rubbing his chest. Yes, and they're like, give him mouth to mouth. You have to do it. Give him mouth to mouth. And Lucy's like, but but I'm pretending that, yeah, oh, you've got to do it. So Eric, uh, Kevin will wake up and he'll say like, you'd be a pretty good kisser if you'd stop all that blowing. The hassle. Okay, so, so it's, it's not this, even for his health. It's just like this is like a rite of passage thing. Like, ooh, sexual awakening. I have to kiss him now. I, okay. I think it was for his health, but okay. This guy is Todd Eric Andrews, and he's our lead here, but he'll never really do that again. He'll go on to be in like American Horror Story and Big Bang Theory episode and The Mentalist and Monk and Murder She Wrote and Matlock, and he was also a big part of a film called I Know My First Name is Steven, which I don't know. Oh. Miniseries. He was big. Yeah, deal. that's that's a famous miniseries. That's about, um, it's like an after-school special or like a, a movie of the week based on a true story. This guy abducts a kid. Right. And, uh, you know, the key part is I think my name is Steven. Well, so he's not the hero in that miniseries but he was a big part of it now look he was just in the rookie right now one episode in 2023 so he's wow. out there he's still around he just never became a leading man Locked and he's kind of being set up to do that right here by being the hero in a movie right well he holds himself pretty well he plays this role pretty well i mean yeah. i don't think he he has like michael keenan charisma but i i think he has enough to to make this movie flow and he definitely probably well i don't know scott bayo is pretty charming in 82. <laughs> oh look at this god everyone has wieners on their hats and they're yes, rubbing uh, ketchup right. bottles at big booby ladies it's like a bad dream maybe i dreamt this movie <laughs> no, I, I was working in the hot dog. I was working selling hot dogs. I had a big wiener on my head, and I was holding a, a thing, and this big titty woman was talking to me. This is that was uh, Shelton Michael Collyar, and he would go on to. Okay, look, Shelton got his attempts of picking up girls. He's yeah. at five slaps. He's received. He's at three. That's not charming, is it? Getting no. on women and getting slapped? No. Uh, you get to know a woman and get to... Yes. Uh, yeah, and then you could be a pig. Right. Ooh, look at this. It's Lincoln's house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the 80s, we did not have Lincoln Logs. We had no, we had a hot dog. Yeah, we had a hot dog cabin. I would deep fry that bad boy. Next time Carnival Eats, hot dog house. Did okay, he now this is Mike, who got you know Mike, he, who got them. He's the boss, and he's all into like uh, the National Enquirer and stuff. And he's like, "You lived in all these places. Did you ever see an alien?" Oh and he no! Goes, of course, Kevin's no. gonna say yes. Right? He would go, "No, you wouldn't believe me. You wouldn't believe me." He goes, "Try me." And he's like, "I had sex with an alien." She Whoa. had. She had two sex organs at the bottom, one on each heel of her foot. She was stomping on my crotch. <laughs> hey, I'm getting off on that. That's, that's weird. 
Have you seen the the flashlight shaped like a foot? It exists. <laughs> it's from Alien Encounters. Yeah, the good old National uh, Inquiry. What was the newspaper he's reading? National Inquiry. Uh, no, but it, it had a fake name on it. Oh, the National Inquiry. <laughs> National spelled with two s's. National. So, <laughs> so the boss Mike is being a jerk now. And something bad will happen to Mike, and it's kind of, like, inexplicable. He's like, you guys are being smart-ass. He goes, go in the back and stack the dogs, which is, like, the worst job, apparently, stacking the dogs. Do it! Move wieners. Now watch Gotta what happens. Many wieners. He's mad, so he kind uh -huh. of just glares at him. And, oh, no! Mike is squirting himself with ketchup! Jesus, did they have, how did they do that? Like, what special effects? Was this CGI, or did they use, like, was that practical effect? Him what they did is they employed, yeah, it was a practical effect. It was called the hand squeeze. And okay. what our actor did is he squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes oh. come out. You have to see a movie called Truth or Dare. You don't have to see it, but it's a horror movie from Blumhouse. And the horror is that if you play truth and dare, you have to do it. You can't control yourself. So they actually <laughs> shot a movie where this woman's on the roof like, I, I can't stop walking on the roof. Get off the roof. It's dangerous. I can't. I'm possessed. No special effect money was spent on that. Here, Here we are. We are. Apartment. Okay. Mona He's Lisa. He's like, something weird is going on. I can't understand it. I, there's some reason I was mad and the ketchup just started squirting. Oh, He's like, wait a minute. going to go up. How'd you know that, Mike? Because you saw it on USA? Well, because this is fucking zapped. He lifts skirts. You have a Hulu dancer on the screen. Of course it's going to lift. Why else would yeah. you have the Hulu dancer? <laughs> wait a minute. We're some, we see the fish again, but not the mom. <sighs> yeah. We see more of the aquarium than we see of his mother. Um, I right. don't know why Look you're considering He's that so enough. Well, because I think good sex comedies like Valley Girl and Surf 2, they're funny when the parents are included because you get to yeah. see, like, especially in Southern California or Florida or whatever, you get to see the 80s parents, the hippies. So, you know, for me as a kid, I would watch these movies and relate to Kevin. And now I kind of want to see Kevin's mom, you know, like this. I, so because uh -huh. there's two tiers of parody. The parody of the – What the hell? She cracked his pants. He cracked her pants, and there was a crack in her pants. That never <laughs> has that ever happened to you? Like your your pants rip like that, and you're not wearing I, panties. Um, one time my pants did split, uh, and I was at work. It was like ninety nine two thousand or whatever, right? And I was like, oh my yeah. god, I gotta go home. Oh my god! But like nobody was noticing, so I went and I sat in my chair, and I just. And it was only three hours left to work. So I just finished the day with split pants. Nobody knew. I love it. I just sat I on a, the split. <laughs> I had a hole in my jeans and on my butt. And it was like one of those holes. There was a hole. And then you look at it. It's like, oh, it's a big patch. Oh, look at that. She's, woo, home ec teachers. Now, wearing this fucking... is Linda Blair. This is Linda Blair. Okay. And this oh. is the only time she will appear. Now, she goes, oh, no, my souffle. And she goes, class, what do we do when cooking doesn't work out? And they go, order pizza. Uh, wah, wah. Now, Linda Blair was not in the original 
film, but she pretend that, you know, it's written as if she was um, a high school student at the prom when Scott Bayo was lifting everybody's skirts and making them naked. So she's connected to the first movie. So she'll say, wait a minute. Yep. This reminds me of the first movie I was yeah. not in. You now here it in? goes. Watch this. He, he goes, up skirt. Look at his face. Look at that. Look at that face. Good people. job, Kevin. Whoa, and look what she's Whoa. wearing. Look what the, our teacher's wearing. And then Linda Blair's like, really quite a breeze in here today. Okay, hang on. I remember this scene watching USA Today because I really thought she was the original girl from the first movie because that Scott Bayo does the exact same thing. He lifts her skirt. It's on the poster. Uh-huh. Now, Lucy saw that, and Lucy's catching on. Something's going on with Kevin. He seems to have some sort of powers. He goes, wait a minute, Kevin. Hold on, Kevin. <laughs> what was that? Blank, blank. She goes, what was that look? And he goes, this look? Oh, I just threw it on this morning. I really wasn't going for a look. And she goes, not that look. I, I just put a t-shirt and a blazer, and I pulled up my sleeves on the blazer. That's a standard look. Yeah, it's just a look. So she's like, I've collar. seen that expression before. It was on Barney's face. Barney? Ooh. Barney! You mean Barney Springboro? Wait, that's it? He doesn't ask her anything else? No, and Linda will now dis Linda Blair will now disappear from this entire film. She gives a smiling approval. Oh, that Kevin Barney doesn't know. She was the star of The Exorcist, and that launched her career. And it was kind of scream queen. That's a little not fair, but at first it was it was all about horror films. She got cast. Sure. She reprised her role in let's see. Um, 77, Exorcist 2, The Heretic. The Heretic. Anyway, she's Especially one of the worst movies. Okay, yeah, now. Yeah. Now. She's, he's like, what do, what do I have to do to go out with you? And she goes, I'll never go out with a big dumb lug like you. And then out of her papers falls a calendar of beefcakes. You know, guys like just as muscly as him. And so oh. he gets his first indication she likes it. And she goes, this was confiscated from the women's locker room. There it is. There's, there it is, you guys. Get, get an eyeful. 80s, oh, no. Uh, she's embarrassed. I, get th I bet these guys have strong intellects, too. And she goes, huh, that was confiscated. Now, he, he is like, all right, well, if you ever want to see the real thing. And for the first time ever in the film, she's like a little titillated. He's, he's moving his flex. He's flexing his muscles. That. Right. He was oh, one of the God, first he's... people to ever admit to taking steroids. He was very public about it. Wow. Here's something I don't understand. The whole science club gang knows that these prune juice will give you magic powers. No, no. Only Kevin right. knows, and Lucy suspects. Because they kept that liquid in there. Like, if I knew that was a magic whammy jammy, I would fucking carry it home with me. That exactly. Or prune juice. Exactly right. So the effect only lasts a day, or like... Right. Okay. It, it doesn't last for a long time. I don't know if it's a full day. Maybe it's hours. Oh, hey, look. It's my dad. It's your dad. It's our dad. <laughs> Albert Einstein. That's right. 
He's got the same. This hair. high school has an old abandoned science club annex that yeah. has stuff from eight years ago. Say yes, yes. And I've never been to a high school like this that has clubs have their own buildings. There is no such thing as. Look at them. Okay, Lucy now catches the magic. He startle. She startles him, and he, of course he'll smash the bottle. We just One know wasted. it's coming. Yeah, he shouldn't be doing that because he's going to waste that bottle. That's right. It will be wasted. Crash. Fascinating. Lucy. Got one of the uh, San Francisco helicopters going over the studio right now. Understood. Boy, oh boy. Right you know, the, the SFPD constantly with their helicopters. So she's going to drink it, right? Drink it. No, she was about to, and she's like, this isn't prune juice. He's like, no, it's some sort of weird funky soda thing. It gives you these weird powers. Now, he starts doing the powers on her, but he doesn't do an upskirt. No, he just, well, she's wearing the longest dress in the world. Like, she almost prepared for this. <laughs> look how long that dress is. And she immediately covers herself. And he's, he's like, I, you know, I look up to you. Against her will, he's uh, manipulating her. I got gotcha. you. Against her will, yeah. She's oppressed. Yeah. She's Did oppressed. She, she did not ask for it. My goodness, men are just... Oh, the worst. Men in this movie. The worst. Can you put my arms? What about the armies? Well, that was some real effects in this movie. I actually now, had to do something. Kevin sees Let's Look Up Girls Skirts, but Lucy sees commercial possibilities. If we synthesize this, I mean, imagine the manual labor that could be. She sees a gold mine. <laughs> now, we could tape. You I see, see the in the background, lady. She's yeah. struggling with the door, so Kevin's going to help her out. Is he? Hey, is, I didn't ask for that. And now we'll hear we'll hear crashing sound effects. Oh, too much! It's Guy's evil. He's like Jason, fucking Jason? everyone up. Oh, you know okay. the horror guy, Jason. I think he did a nice thing to open the door for a person in a wheelchair who is struggling. And then he shoves the wheelchair. Unintentionally. Unintended consequence. He didn't. Look at this. It's so cool. These young actors are on a bicycle like that. I don't have the ability I... to do that. No, she well, be on the sidewalk. Because there's a pole stuck up her cooch. So she's not going to fall off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it prevents her from falling off. You're late. Right. I'm docking your pay every single day. There, every like, single time. 20. Look, and it's always implied he doesn't wash his hands after shitting. Because that was out of toilet paper. That's what I thought too. Why aren't you using it immediately? What's going oh, on? Oh. Whoa. 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 I just want to get it. Oh. oh. Look at Home Alone. Oh uh -oh. no. See that open his mouth? His mouth is open. Yeah. Of course it can. will be filled with of a course. blood. It was so, shoved in his mouth. It was not asked for. He didn't ask for it. So he goes to his employees, get these buns in the back and wash them off. Oh, so they've gone from wiener puns to bun puns. 
Maybe they have like a white mayo sauce. They can make jokes about that too. <laughs> so now it's um, it's like something's going on, and I've seen that look. You have uh, they keep saying psychic powers when they mean telekinesis, and he's like, "All right, I admit it. I'm an alien." And he's like, "I'm not falling for that." Okay, they're kicking out the science club. Yeah. That's right. The key club has taken over. They took the abacus out. God damn it. Well, it's DNA. Oh, yes. Look how big it is, the abacus. All this shit, like, I don't know a single high school that has a spare abacus like that. <laughs> now, of course, Kevin shows up late. What's going on? They kick hey, what's this going out. On? He's not going to take that. Oh, no, they licked it. They licked the door, Carl. Oh, they locked it. Hello? Oh, so this is like asshole versus asshole right here. Uh, well... In reality, it's asshole versus asshole, but we're supposed to be on the side of Kevin. And these okay. guys are picking out Kevin. So right no, now they're, they're assholes. Using... Don't get me wrong, but hey, look, they even got well, who's that on the cover on the poster? I don't know on the poster. I thought about that. Like some now, Lucy's like the prune juice is in there. Uh oh. You know, I really don't talk about the uh, science club people uh, because they're not, they're kind of duds. That guy, his name was Elliot. His name's Ira, Ira Hyden in real life. He was in Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. He was in sure. Ghostbusters Afterlife in 2021. He was Jesus in Nightmare Christ. on Elm Street. I saw nobody, Afterlife. Nobody had, everybody has a career, but nobody's career is shining. They're all like, you know, in a TV thing, guy at bar, you know. Right. I mean, this movie is what it is. It's It was definitely aimed for the home market, and, and product came out, and then, you know, USA played it all the time. Right. Now, they he's starting to climb through the window. Cecil's in there, and Cecil is sleeping. So, like, he's going to use his telekinetic powers to get the juice. But really, okay. it's much smarter to just walk in, you know, just climb through the window. What an actor. What an actor he is. He knew that Cecil knew that he knew that he had the drug juice. <laughs> now, look, it's spilling. Wow. And a little will go into Cecil's mouth. And you know what? <gasps> that sets what? us up. Like, now Cecil will have powers. Yeah, right. But Do they... they don't really capitalize on that. He wakes up and the TV like goes on and off and he's like, huh? But he never gets it, you know? He did. Oh, it would be such a much better movie if the, the bad guys have access to this too. Okay, so now he's re-upping his powers <sighs> and he can easily get all the rest of the prune juice out. Could be worse. Could be Mountain Dew. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, it was a Simpsons joke where he was offered crab juice or Mountain Dew and Homer goes, ugh. Ugh, crab juice, please. <laughs> now Cecil wakes up and the TV sort of freaks up, freaks out when he hiccups, and that's oh, all. The, the TV with VCR in the school clubhouse. Hey, okay, you! You're oh, you don't have to pop your collar. What? Don't have to pop your collar over this. Chill yeah, out. I, I didn't even notice that. Look how it's a dicky. It is a dicky. You're right. You drive me eight. 
your big gorilla, the Dickies. Oh, is that a band? And they did a gorilla. Yeah, sure. Thing? You drive me ape, ape. You big gorilla. You big gorilla. You tear me out. Listen, I you have your De Niro's. You have your Pacino's. But there's one actor, and that is Bedrock Barney. Bowling with Bedrock Barney. They have a song called Bowling with Bedrock Barney, I recommend. Okay, now, they just made a bet with Wayne. It's the Penguin Race. And they're like... Right, you were telling about this. Now, the Key Club has never lost the Penguin Race in 50 years. And they're not about to lose it this time. So you're crazy to make a bet. And now he's going to do a terrible Braveheart inspiration speech. (laughs) Don't you guys get it? This isn't about the Penguin Run. Or even the stupid lab, for that matter. It's about our self-respect. I no, love this guy's you're, accent. You're pathetic. I mean, all right, yeah, I know I'm the new guy. I always have been. In every school, it's the same. There are people who crap and people who take crap. I just never take it. And I don't let any of my friends take it either. Braveheart. Yeah. Ooh, that punk Rocky. He's got his so hickey. What's a penguin run, anyway? Today oh. is the big day of the penguin run. We're the color commentary as seen in every movie. We say inappropriate things that are exactly. used for exposition. Like they'll put a rubber fish in their mouths and they'll go, that reminds me of your mom's cooking. I'm tired of it. I, I declare a movie moratorium on wacky off color. Uh, Best in show, Fred Willard did a great job. God bless. No, uh, uh, I guess Dodgeball, you had Jason Bateman saying inappropriate things in color commentary. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It's done. It's over. Now, It'd be nice to have, yeah. Okay. Remember we had the scene with the principal and uh, Coach Kirby in which for the first time ever, the principal was a little attracted, right? right. She's going to put her, her arm on Coach Kirby and uh, see, like, Ooh, they're, they're having awkward. Yeah. Thank so you, let me Carly. get this straight, Carl. This is a school where – the teachers we see are just guests of special appearances. The only real authorities we see is the coach and the principal, and they uh-huh. play their love interests on stage. And on yeah. the stage is a model, Miss High School or whatever. You know, what? did you no. notice there's like there's there's a there's like a oh. beauty queen pageant? Uh, oh, on the stage. Uh, that okay. That is Amanda, and she is oh. homecoming queen, and so she's supposed to kiss the. No, I think I'm mixing up scenes. I think that's Amanda, and she's the okay. homecoming queen. That makes sense because the, I recognize I I don't recognize her literally, but uh, it would make sense that she's a character in this movie, and that's why she's on the stage. Listen, I just want to give it up to this Lyle Alzado. He really does a good job. Now, look, her hand. She's putting her hand on his arm. You know, like it's st- they're starting to warm up. Starting to warm up. Well, that's cute. Yeah, and she's resisted him, and just like his his stupidness, she's now seeing it as kind of charming. Now, this is like the Tom Hanks mode, is that when you show up to an event, you dress for it. So suddenly this guy who's been traveling to different high schools has a uh, breaking away fucking yeah, bicycle outfit. Bicycle outfit, right. Right, where did you pull that from? From props? I don't you know. know why he has a bicycle outfit. It doesn't go with what they're doing. He's at being all. ironic. He's being ironic. It's you know, there's a competition like Tour de France, so he's dressed like a bicyclist. 
Now, the key club there, they are, you know, they're like, wait a minute. There's Amanda. See, she was the. Yeah. All right. I gotcha. So they're like, oh, no, the science club's going against. I hope the science club doesn't get hurt. This is like summer camp, not high school. Yeah. And what a big production they do. You know, I mean, it must have taken three weeks to get ready for the penguin run. Well, you've got to buy the penguin outfits. you got to get the sash. you got to get the gun. you got to make sure AV club's up there. Okay, yeah, now, don't, don't. They, the reason – okay, who do you think will win, the science club or the key club? Oh, you want – I'm a betting man, 50 bucks. Okay. Key club. <laughs> oh, I'll take that bet. I oh, you bet you'll take that. <laughs> Look at that. See that? That's called cheating. That's called cheating. Oh. Yeah, you never see that in Jackass. <laughs> no, but the fish um started to fall out of her mouth, and then and he used his telekinetic. Right. How did they get a mud fucking trap? Look, oh, uh -huh. oh, now that mud will stay on her face, and she won't take it off. It's weird. Well, but I mean, that's the direction. Oh! This is so weird. He had these. They had water balloons. And instead of like having the water balloons hit the bad guy, it's like you know. Watch my watch. Whoa! You get off of my breasts. It's not even on their breasts. The dirt, the mud. It was. It was. Oh, that all was right. His excuse. Oh, look at that! They're cheating. They built this prop for this one race. Whoops! Sorry, That's we don't have. Ramp. We can't afford textbooks, but we built this ramp for our, our penguin race. It's not cheating. You're supposed to get shake, shooken off. Oh, all right. Now it's Wayne against Kevin directly. Oh, they can't. They're on stage and they're in love. Well, they're not in love. They're in. Less he's in eat. love with her for sure, and she's like warming up. Gotcha. Now. I'm just doing the penguin Lucy, dance. Lucy and Kevin will be. It's almost like they're kissing. They will have their mouths together. Uh, yeah, this seems kind of like... like whoa, and then she's like, whoa, he was totally kissing me. Do you think that's by design? Oh, my God, you got to carry shit? You got to pull Like you're kissing your roommates? And, like, they're cheating by having weights stuck. Wait, so wait. How hard they're wait, going? Wait. Wait, 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 wait. His, so instead of dropping the, he, this guy's like, I'll use my telekinesis powers to, to get stop. them. I, I'll just take their shirts off. He has Winner! the opportunity to dinner. move things. Paint thinner. Winner, winner, paint thinner. We were yeah. pretty broken. We were pretty broke as a family. We would have winner, winner, paint thinners. Wait, I don't get it. Paint? Because you know that winter, winter chicken dinner? Yeah. We couldn't afford chicken. Do you have eight paint? Yeah, I guess I guess I need to work on that. Okay, I'm not editing that out. You you earned that, Bob. Oh, I own that? I own that. <laughs> I'm going to write it. All right, I'm going to use look, that. He's got to kiss. She is the homecoming queen, so she has to kiss the winner of the penguin. Now, look. What high school Lucy, does that? No high school does it. Lucy and Kevin, they're starting up, but 
Interrupted. Oh, that breaks yes. Lucy's heart. That's a kiss, all right. Everyone's applauding. Good job kissing. And Amanda wants to kiss him. Even though she's with Wayne, she, like, is impressed by Kevin. Right. That was a pretty impressive kiss. And so Lucy's like, I'm invisible. And so I'll just leave. And she's right. He doesn't even yeah, well, know he leaves. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think this guy's a prick. I don't think he's any better. Well, there will have a heart to heart in which he's like, you know, he, she, now Wayne's like, what the fuck? He kiss, I'm supposed to kiss him. And then Cecil's defending her and. Cecil's churning. Okay. They will have a heart-to-heart -heart later in which she goes, I feel like I'm invisible. And then, look, it's still not off her face. And look now, she's totally all yeah. about it now. Do you think they're going to go below the screen and make out? No. No. All right, here they go. They're going to... They're, they're like not, right in front of all the students. <laughs> she's doing her job. She, she was the principal in the first movie. So she's probably the oh, only returning okay. member. Now she was, um, she was, she, she was never a star, but she was in black and white movies and TV shows. And okay, now we're gonna have a not funny joke in which she does a um, Casablanca, and I don't know if the writer or the okay. So she's having now. Yeah, play the, play the audio. Well, it doesn't happen until she goes black and white. Wait a minute, she goes black and... Oh, like in the movie Casablanca. Yeah. That's weird. This movie doesn't really play around like that. I know. It's sort of out of place. We're hearing... But it is black and white. We're hearing as time goes by. But, but every note changed. In all right. the high schools, in all the towns, in all the world, it walks in the mind. For your consideration. It's not the gin joints. It's all the high schools. Yeah, at least the actress gets to act, right? She says something other than she gets to be comedic for a second. Mm-hmm. I do admit that this is slightly better than the first one, because the first one was all dudes. At least there's, like, a woman involved and maybe turn Kevin around and make Kevin less of a jerk. Right. So, okay, now, uh -oh. Wayne has... You know, a la um, Animal House, animal house. broken into, yeah. And he's discovering about Kevin that he is very allergic, violently allergic to tomatoes. Oh, God. All right, Carl. Hey, listen, I'm going to have to raise my hand on this. And I know 30 years, 40 years after the fact, people with food allergies, it's not really a laughing matter, right? You remember that time where you're like, oh, I can't bring a peanut butter jelly sandwich to my kid's school? Right. There's a reason for it. Someone could seriously get hurt. You don't want people to die. If one person, if you do it for one person's safety, well, then you do it for one person's safety. I never understood that. So it seems a little unpleasant they're using this as a plot point because the kid will die. Um, it, it's a wacky comedy. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Now, okay, nobody has locks on their lockers. That blows me away. All right, she is overhearing the conversation that to make Wayne jealous, she's going to ask Kevin to the homecoming football game. Oh, and now wow. they're dissing Lucy, like, Ooh, why is he like that plain Jane bitch? Right. You know? So now Lucy, who's just drank, 
the, will the drug force use. Amanda to fuck up everybody. Jesus Christ. How do they do it? Like, according to the behind the scenes DVD extras, they had what, uh, piano wire on her hands, forcing <laughs> her to. She's an Good action. job. That didn't cost us a pen. Yeah. Can you pretend your hand is forcing lipstick on this face and you pretend you have to stand and take it? What's oh, happening to me? They actually look better. Little sun, little sun. No, they don't go underneath. to her. They don't go. What the fuck, Amanda? You're a fucking jerk. No, they're like, they're like Amanda, and she goes, "Please don't tell anybody." Okay, now they're getting kicked out because they lost yeah. the penguin race, and that was the deal. He did this oh, dumb no. joke. He goes, "If we win the penguin race, you guys got to get out, and if you right. guys win the penguin race." Then you guys gotta get out. And okay, it's a deal. Okay. I'm not thinking. Are, are they being clever right here? Off. Look at this. They're being Tom Hankey. Oh. Right? That's what Tom Hank and Bachelor Party would do. You guys Mike, to drive safely. Mike, there is no thing in our like pop culture in which it's the Tom Hanks thing. You keep on saying that. In one year, all right, Tom Hanks, I'm talking about the Tom Hanks. A bachelor party. Bachelor party, man with one red shoe, uh, volunteers. That's the Tom Hanks I refer yeah, to. Yeah, volunteers, volunteers. That that's that's legit. You might say, "Oh, you mean Tom Hanks from Philadelphia?" No, <laughs> I oh, know Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks from Pinocchio. Oh, from yes, basically. Hey, a Pinocchio. So now oh, Evans like. You are chilly. What's going on? What are you talking about? I'm talking about me and you. And he's like, what? Me and you? He's starting to like, oh. And then Amanda will interrupt. Interesting. She's being really sincere to him. And he's yes. going to have to realize he's being a jerk to her. Well, he is realizing it in this very moment. But then Amanda will interrupt and he won't whoop oh nope, hi Amanda let me tell you about Amanda let's see where sure. is Amanda um her name's Maria McCann and she would be in Southland which I think you like Southland was a, a TV show about cops and oh South... okay like they're lo what was Los the Angeles guy who did um Donnie Darko Oh, Southland Tales. Yes, uh, yes, yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. I don't know. No, I could be wrong. It says Southland 2009. So is that wrong? That's a TV show. Yeah, you're thinking oh, of Southland Tales. She was in the practice. She was in the district. She didn't have a very large career, but she was in things. Amanda. She's pretty in Peach. Pretty, isn't she? Pretty, pretty in Peach. Oh, is, the, is there outfit peach? Is that right? Isn't it? Uh, I'm colorblind. I don't. I. I'm sure you're right. I don't. Okay, now look Aaron who black. this is. Right. Aaron fucking black. What is she doing in this film? This is the only scene she'll be in, and she is a, a substitute teacher who teaches Italian. Now we know Karen Black from 
Easy Rider from Five Easy Pieces. She's a big deal. He is a big deal, yeah. They probably sold this movie based on having... We have both Linda Blair Linda and Blair. Black. Somebody owed somebody a favor for those two to be cast in this film. Uh, I mean, it's a good comedic role, and I'm sure she worked one day for this. Yes. Maybe two days. And she has her Italian accent, and she she's you can see in her face she's a good actress, and she has a very funny line. And I'll play the audio when it comes sure. to it. Do you remember when I wore suspenders over my T-shirt in high school? Yes, of course. Yeah. Here, Miss uh, Little Weenie. I mean, Miss Santini. Uh, <laughs> that is not funny. Yes. Yes, Kevin. Signore Matrix. Uh, I was wondering if you could help us with our biology homework. <laughs> no, no I, I, I do not normally teach biology. You don't teach biology? I teach Italian. Would you like? Oh, a substitute Italian, Italian teacher is teaching biography, a biology for the day? That'd be great. Fantastic. Okay. okay. How do you say in Italian, is your clam what? ready for my linguini? Excuse me? Now check it out. Let me ask you something, little boy. Is your linguini ready for my plan? <laughs> oh, drop the mic. Burn, burn, burn. Oh, all the kids are like rubbing their chins. Ooh, now Karen burn. Black is gone, and she has earned her part in this film. That was fucking hilarious. That was great. Thank you, Karen that Black. She'd marry Kit Carson and give birth to Hunter Carson, who had a little fame. Huh. She won a uh, Golden Globe, and she was nominated for Academy Award. She was in Airplane, sure. 1975, Great Gatsby. She is a good – she's a big deal. And yep. what a gift that she was in this film. Right. She gets an opening credit, and the we'll look, see, not more than four minutes. Oh, he brought a plastic they, fish. They are on speaker in front of the whole – you know, I don't even think we had announcements. We had announcements. I mean, yes, in middle school. Yeah. Now, look. Desire for you. Now, in front of the whole school. More polka dots. Will you marry me? Oh, don't let you hurt me. we just go to the sex? Well, Will you marry me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, here we go. Bucks Bunny. We're going to go down below this. Right, you keep the camera stationary. And like Bugs Bunny, they go down the camera. Maybe lift the leg up. Oh, we're all laughing. <laughs> what a look. <laughs> he earned his paycheck off of that look. Oh, he did. So we Let's saw Lego Yeah. I just, wait, can I just say the polka dot girl? Sorry. What about her? I missed it. Well, she's wearing polka dot white pants with black polka dots. We had seen the same look as stockings and high heels at the beginning of the movie. Well, it makes sense. It's like 1989, 1988 when they shot this. I'm not clear on that. Yeah, okay. Now, my, Wayne would go on to be in Apollo 13 in a kind of big role and that was really it he does lots of voiceover work um i don't know 
he didn't have much of a career. This was a big highlight in his career. He handles and, it well. Yeah. I don't think anyone's bad in this movie, like acting wise. I think they play their no. roles the right. way they're. Yeah. Now, this is the scene in which basically he will talk like Wayne treats you like crap. Who doesn't? Cecil. Let's hear it, okay? Okay. Wait, look at this. You do all of this for him. What does he do for you? I don't know. Nothing, I guess. Nothing. Has he ever done anything special for you? Well, sure he has. Sure. Um, last week he, uh... Hey, you there, Carl? Um, Cecil did that. Yeah. Cecil did well, that. For my birthday, he, um, he bought me... You hear me well, right? Loud and clear, sir. All right, let's listen now. Yeah. Well, Cecil treats me special. Oh, I can't believe I just said that. Why not? You know, Amanda, you know, it doesn't matter if Cecil is as popular as Wayne. And that moose thinks you're special, you know? Yeah. So, so he's really doing the way... He's not doing it intentionally to, like, fuck over Wayne either. He's just making her realize Cecil is still guy for me. That's weird. Doesn't he want to go out with her, though, Amanda? No, he doesn't. He, he, okay, he's going to explain it now to Lucy. He's going to catch Lucy hiding under this bleachers, and they're going to have a heart-to-heart. -heart. And he's going to explain, like, he's gone from high school to high school. He's always, just like her, feeling invisible. And so when Amanda, the most popular girl, the homecoming queen, likes him, he thinks of it as his opportunity to be seen. Now I'm somebody, you know. Oh, that's an interesting take. Now watch this. This is bad. Watch this. All right. Kapow. Ooh, that was a good one. That really got hit right there. Oof. Did he really? He didn't fake, fake punch? I, I doubt punch? it. Although that would be great for you because you go, look at what they made these guys do. He got punched in the nose for what? No nonsense. A fight doctor's on stage getting paid. I recommend anyone who can choreograph fights should get paid for it. So I like seeing that. You know I'm into violence in movies. Yes, I know that. I also, I don't like Kevin. I like seeing him getting punched in the nose. The guy's a fuck. <laughs> He's worse. This movie should be remade from the jock's perspective. This asshole shows up, <laughs> takes my girl. Right? Well, that is, he actually says that, like, before you came here, everything was great. But everything was great because he got to be an asshole to everybody and nobody challenged him. That's a really good point. Oh, under the bleachers, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> you, nope, that won't happen, although that's what I, where I would go. But now, I know you don't like Kevin, so maybe you're going to like Kevin from this heart-to-heart -heart conversation. Oh, they finally get the duck. You know, this is what I'll say, and I said, I started saying it before. There was no girl. I don't know if I don't recall if if Scott Baio had a girlfriend or a love interest or like. Was snapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but in this movie, like she kind of, it it makes him a little more human. Makes it just kind of you know she's a good character. She gets to drink the drug juice. She gets to do little zap shenanigans. You know, it's not just all dudes. So uh, I guess uh, it's nice that he has this date going on. I guess. I know I mean, that the audience already knows the drug juice references from our 1992 cable access show. Fish burgers, yeah. That's, that's not available on YouTube, so you can check out the drug fish juice burgers. on yeah. fish burgers. YouTube channel fish burgers.
Lucy. Somewhere our finest acting. Invisible. Oh, this is what you're saying. Yeah. You make well, me feel invisible. I'm sorry. What a nice guy. You're not invisible. I'm just an asshole. I see you. <laughs> this is nice. Yeah. I see you too. Aw. Here we go. Love is in the air. Track seven of the soundtrack. Right. Song is three and a half minutes. I wrote it in two. <laughs> and it's got the 80s bell sounding keyboards. Oh, are they doing a montage? A love montage. Yeah, they're doing a love montage. And you're like, they'll never, it's like they're not going to sleep together. They're just going to do all the things that we used to do with girls when we were virgins and not knowing. But then they'll do it. Then they will do it. We won't see it. Whoa. We'll see. Are they going to go behind the couch? Are we going to do Bugs Bunny again right. where we see them? Yeah. Yes, we are. Look at this. Oh, yeah. See the suspenders work. Ooh, they were playing post office. <laughs> Six minutes in heaven. Right. Don't oh. pop my bubble. Okay, here we go. Here you go. He, he doesn't right. want it. She wants it. She's asking. Oh, now this Post-coital. You want a nice cold beer and a cigarette? Yeah. See, we're post-coital, but here... Oh, now, where's mom? So Where is mom? Mom's no, she's working the realtor, but this is sweet. This is a nice moment. They're, they're snuggling afterwards. That's like the only human thing I've seen in this movie. Well, there were the fish. Oh, yeah, that's not human. Uh, well, no, but I'm saying like this whole movie is this guy has powers to like take women's tops off, and he actually has a nice little romantic, you know, this little they, they hug afterwards. It's cute. I guess I'm grasping for straws at this point for this movie. <laughs> okay. Now, there's uh, like a big... Okay, now. Wayne has informed me that you guys are fucking around in here. She goes, there's the evidence right there. Oh, no, the they... drug use. Right. Why? Just like you said, Mike, why didn't they secure the drug use and get it into the fridge at his house? I also like they have like six pictures of Albert Einstein in there. Yeah, because they confiscated, they kicked, when they kicked out the science club, we saw the Alfred Einstein poster going, look, a four pack. four pack of beer. That implies they drank two skunk beers. Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Oh. Mrs. Bernhardt. Prune juice. Well, I oh, that's my, that's my. Okay. Bloob. Look at Wayne. Hey, that's not fair. <laughs> Wayne's pretty funny. Look at him. He's making these faces. The club planted this. Oh, a laser disc. Oh, okay. I get oh, <laughs> Look at his face. Oh, now does she have to hold that vibrator for the rest right. of the scene? At, right. And it's buzzing. It's club meeting hall. Kevin, with your record, I have to assume that you are responsible. I'm responsible. <laughs> I'm confiscating this dildo. <laughs> right. I'm going to carry it around like the uh, beefcake pictures. I compensate. Compensated. Comp Compensated. Comp comp compilated. Compilated. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm done holding the vibrator. There goes the drug over. juice. But I need the drug juice. 
I want the drug juice. And you know that I need the yeah, drug juice. And you know and that I want the drug it. juice. Did she know that you knew that I knew that I needed the drug juice? All right, I'll tell you what. I will tack on the drug juice to the end of this episode so people can see what we're talking about. All right, there you go, you guys. You got to try again. Now you have to watch the movie. myself in editing. Drug juice ending. Okay, perfect. We get to tie this all back to us. Now, last episode was a switcheroo, and we saw Head of the Family. And at the yes. end of the episode... We're playing the theme song, but I show when uh, the um, the author disappears and you're waiting for him. Yeah, I did that on purpose. I had a feeling because <laughs> I interviewed Adam Felber and he got kicked out of my steam yard, but I wanted to keep the visual. I wanted to keep it open. So, yeah, right. I was well aware that I was staring directly into the camera. <laughs> you, you'll see that at the end of the episode. All right. You guys have to subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel. Hum the dum the dum. You're just waiting. Um, okay, so I'm a professional. Now Wayne's making a deal. He's like, you guys know our big homecoming fair bullshit thing is coming up. You guys, if you guys work the booth for us so we don't have to do any work, then I'll tell Miss... Uh, Bernhardt that I was lying. Now he's being the asshole. He's doing the come again. <laughs> but the thing they is, just did that to him. He knows about the tomatoes, you see. So oh. he's got a big plot to humiliate uh, Kevin in front of the whole school. It, you know, if you know someone with a food allergy, it's not a fun prank to feed him that this food is allergy. A movie. This is a movie. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I just want to make sure our, our young, impressionable fans. <laughs> okay so right now joanne is saying i overheard them they're going to humiliate you in front of the school now let me tell you about joanne joanne would go on to do um a voiceover of princess jasmine in aladdin the disney film aladdin and that yeah. would do a lot of disney voiceover work for her and would pay the bills now she was in the runaway bride she was in basquat and she was in oh, childhood, wow. so she had some career, but most of her career was doing Disney. Hey, God bless, man, because Disney usually keeps the same voice talent for all their auxiliary toys and shit like that. Yes. Or they'll get a sound alike, but they usually offer... I'm speaking as a guy who did some children's games uh, 20 years ago. I know that the, the voice talent always has first shot. So There's if you want to make a couple of... Sure. video games she was in just for the reason you're talking about. Right. Here's something. So Toy Story, uh, Tom Hanks, for all the video games and talking books, his brother does uh, Woody. He, oh. He, he, yeah. He threw his brother a bone because it sounds True. like him. Okay, oh, so now Van, they're Van Wilding the uh, treats. Elliot. Seeing... Yeah, I saw Van Wilder. Like, let's get everybody stoned so we don't get kicked out. Well, they, they, they jerk off their dog, and they put the dog semen in the bonbons. They, oh, they have a syringe, and then everyone's like, mm, this is really good, real creamy. I just saw that. I didn't just see it, but I saw that film because of your suggestion on this podcast, and I forgot that. I guess it was so gross. I, it oh, might wait. be like there's an unrated version. Oh, so look at this humiliation. He literally right. has to, Boy, this school really knows how to humiliate people. Now, but I got to tell you a plot point already. Okay, please, please. Okay, so Elliot's father is a veterinarian. 
So what they did is they got the stuff they give to dogs for fleas. But the thing is, if you give too much, you get itchy. Your whole body is itchy. And so that's what they've done. Can't you die off of that? Yeah, you can. So it's just as bad as the food allergy. The science club are doing it too. Right. So who's the jerks in this movie? I don't get it. Right. Right. Uh, hey, I like to hang around high school carnivals. Yeah, this is, he's like, didn't I smoke a doobie with you in the, okay, here, watch this. Kirby! What, don't you remember me? <laughs> Nose Garden, 72. Mike, wild man, weeks, ha! Huh? No. And get a haircut, will you, Jughead? Jughead. I never liked him anyway. Uh, Mike does his job. Mike does his hey. job. His real name in real life is Mike, too. Oh, wow. It's the same with me. Thank you, Wayne, for your wiener. Right. They've put itching fluid in the wieners, and they're making a big deal that Wayne's giving free wieners. And Wayne thinks that the Science Club is eating the cost. Oh, they are. Yeah, I I would not be cool if if someone put something in that made me itch, quote-unquote, itch uncontrollably. It sounds yeah. horrible. Now look, the hot dog guys are about to eat it, but Lucy's like, don't! We put itching crap in it! Well, wouldn't he eat, eat it anyway for the sake of comedy? Oops, no. Oh. no, he won't. Now, here's part of the agreement to humiliate Kevin is he's going to dress as a cheerleader. Now look! Oh! Right, Kevin's Kevin's eyes. Tomatoes. Yeah. He hates them, right? He's gonna die from them. This He'll is not die cool. from them. A chew. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to tell you that I'm deadly allergic to tomatoes. Right. Why? Why would it come up? So, what has to happen here is they've got to get the drug juice in order to give him power, so that he doesn't get hit by all the tomatoes but they only have 10 minutes until he's going on stage as the cheerleader. So they got no time to care. So that means this movie's over in 12 minutes. Uh, we're getting, we're in our third act. It's not quite over as soon all as right, the, gotcha. it's a long thing. Okay. So who's got the drug juice? Do you remember? Oh, the it's the principal has it. It's, he but they don't know it. where. They're just assuming it's in the principal's office. So now this is back to the future, right? Where he has to go into the principal's office, maybe the second one, and take the almanac from the principal. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. There's I a guess. principal. They have to go get something. I guess. There's a school. There's a fair. Yeah. There's a uh, music under the sea or whatever. The fish under the sea dance. No, it was enchantment under the sea. Enchantment under the sea. God, I don't know. Well, I changed the past, and now it's right. Now it's called the fish under the sea. Okay, no, that was that was in. uh, uh, Okay, look, they're pretending they're fighting. You're looking at all the girls, just so that the principal. You're coming to my office now. What's going on? Right. Carl, that's the that's my computer I'm using right now to talk to you. As seen in the movie War Games. <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> oh my God! Someone referenced that joke. It's a 
that reminds me of that Spiegelman joke about war games. And I read it, and I go, I'm really flattered. I don't remember that joke at all. That's right. My computer is well, so we old. Told it those... to, uh, yeah, we told it to Eddie Deason himself, <laughs> and he laughed. Right. Well, because my other thing is uh, my computer is so old. The screensaver is a picture of Laura Brannigan. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, now, they can't look for the drug juice with the principal in the office, so Elliot will come in and say, I would like to speak with the both of you, please. Oh, oh, like he brought the backpack, and then he's like, can I talk to you guys? Right. No, it can't wait. So when he gets them out into the hall, he goes, I'd like to congratulate the two of you on your engagement. Thank you, Elliot, but we're a little busy right now. Right. And this is while a carnival, an unchaperoned carnival is happening on the, <laughs> the high school right, grounds. They're the only two faculty members of the whole school. I okay. know. You don't see Linda Blair. It's their chance. Karen Black oh, is a substitute Italian teacher. Honk, honk. Honk. Get out there. I do like this director. I think he does it well. Like, you could see him talking in the hallway and the kids in the background. Let me tell you about this director. And this is very early in his career, although he did start his first director thing when he was 24 years old. Uh, at 14 years old, he was making Super 8 movies. This guy sure. is worth We but know look, those guys. Listen to these exploited, exploitive... He's done Spinning Out of Control, which was about spin-dancing lady who gets stopped. Deadly Cheer Mom. And, uh, yeah, Stopped by My Doctor, Patience, Revenge. Oh, Tom and Payback. He did all these films. Swim Instructor Nightmare. But it's Ooh, not. I want to see that. He's taking the jobs that were given to him. Yeah, sure. Maybe he produced it. I like his style, like... You, he cuts to the audience, and the audience is just staring into the camera. He must have shot it separately. Okay, look into the camera like he's Kevin. That's exactly I'll do a right. Fish lens. Now look, Cecil and Amanda are getting together. Prune juice, enough. Prune juice. Okay, enough. now they're going to stiffen up. Okay, now get back in our seats. Get back in our seats and stiffen up and pretend nothing happened. <clears throat> this is not my notebook. Oh, oh, sorry, Elliot made mistake. a mistake. I better go back to Elliot and let him know immediately. This is not my backpack. <laughs> so then they're like, we resolved things. It was just a lover's spat. We're happy again. Goodbye. Oh, what a high school. Gross. In front of the principal? Yeah, and look at him checking it out. I know. Like <laughs> a professional. <laughs> okay, so everyone is going to throw tomatoes at... Uh, Kevin, if he doesn't do a good job with this song. Now look, he's like, she's beautiful. Let me, uh, let me see if I can put it on. Do you think she'll go out with me? Okay. He's your. He's the guy you hired. Mike loves I'll have a hot dog. Life's Yum. Oh no, the itching powder hot dog. Right. <laughs> my dog well wasn't there another movie where they put Visine in the food and it caused people to get sick I think it's diarrhea when you have Visine and Visine changed their formula literally they changed their formula off of that movie interesting well I mean it's one of those things like it's a movie and it's funny but in real life you shouldn't do it because people can get sick really sick <laughs> yes 
yeah. Like, oh, you want to fix the world? We're just suspending disbelief here. But All you're right. right. My... It's a fucked up thing. For someone to have food allergies, you give him tomatoes, he could die. Yeah. I get it's... it. No, it's just a movie. Oh, oh, and then it's this fake, like, suspense. Like, oh, it, time's ticking out. Oh, right? That's right. Now he's got to do could... his song. The teddy bears no, and their pigs. Elliot make... could absolutely just go around those people. But the director's making him push through the crowd for drama. Wow, well, we want Wayne's. Boo. We Ooh, want Wayne stock. Did that suck? That sucked! That sucked! So now we're going to throw tomatoes at you. Okay, I'm your director. This is crowd work. We want you to put the tomato in front of the camera and then now say, that sucked. Great, I'll edit it. The end. Oh, but look, Lucy's come to the rescue. He ate his spinach. Oh no, he's causing everyone's hands. He's controlling a hundred people's hands yeah. right now at once. I'm acting. I said, er, now I'm saying, ah, no. no, Wayne gets the tomato. He's laughing. That thing that kills me is being thrown on stage, but next adjacent to me. Right, adjacent. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Now look. Oh no! Somebody's getting right on cue. Up. Right on cue, we all start to itch. <laughs> We're all itching on cue. Okay, crowd, I need you to itch. What a bunch of dicks to make everyone itchy. How long is that going to last? Twelve hours? You can think it's, it's less, really dead. Yeah, it is. It is a day. That's. It's not. It, I don't know if it's twenty four, but it's a day. They're all gonna be itchy for a fucking day. It's fucked up. Oh, that's hysterical. They love it. You're all uncomfortable and really, really. When you can't scratch an itch, it's torture. But I mean, like, whoa. I, oh yeah, right. Even this guy. What a crutch. <laughs> He's. A... <laughs> whoa. Whoa. One more. One more. I got an itchy butt. <laughs> it's <laughs> there must be other side effects, maybe like nausea and headaches. Well, they won't get itching. fleas for sure. Well, now all the dogs will have fleas because there's no more potion for the dogs. So now, Miss, uh, not Miss for long, but uh, yeah. Miss Bernhardt is like, Wayne! It's you, Wayne! I knew it's true! I will not tolerate this blatant delinquency! Yes, you are hereby expelled from Emerson! Whoa. Come Monday morning, you'll be transferred to Washington High. Seven high schools in two years Oh, <sighs> Hey. So Wayne's getting... I, I'm sorry, Micah. Kevin. I mixed it up. It, Wayne will get his, but right now, for the plot... It's uh, it's Kevin who's who's so tough, you little wiener. All right, man, you're asking for it. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? What? Why do you keep hitting yourself? Why do you keep Stop hitting, hitting yourself? yourself? God, so, it's no expense spared on special effects. <laughs> so he will have Wayne hit himself until Wayne admits, okay, I'll tell the truth. And tells the truth to Ms. Bernhardt. He's a good actor, Wayne. It really looks like his hand is uh, out of his control. Yeah, I tell you, he just ended up on uh, 
Apollo 13, but he's a voice acting coach to KRW's on-air talent, a vocal coach to three seasons of the Doc series. Nice. Hey, it's all work, man. We like when these guys working. You know, this movie obviously hit us, and we want all good for everyone. Even that jerk, <laughs> Wayne. Now, look, Cecil and Amanda are now together, and Wayne is oh. getting out of the school. I didn't realize that. And yeah. Wayne, we think, gave the hot dogs for free, so he's making them itch. So we got to all run backstage after him. But he's oh. going to save me. He's, they should take the extras should learn how to act. Okay, I want you to bum rush the stage and shake an arm or something. Shake your hand. Everyone's scratching. Everyone's itchy. Uh, that's Cecil and Amanda. Oh, Isn't that nice? They did good. Oh, and there's the nerds, the science nerds together. Everything's great. Yeah. Oh, here comes the police. I got to go. <laughs> Terrific. Help. Help me. You got to help me. Okay, I'll help you. Get me out of here. What's he going to do? Like rip his pants or something? Nah, he's going to make him fly. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye, Wayne. That's Wayne right. Bye-bye. <laughs> he's out of this movie forever. So hats off to Doug Campbell for directing this film and doing a good job. And I yeah. really wish Hollywood had knocked on your door because you're really good, dude. You did something that we all wanted, which was a sequel to Zap. Thank you. <laughs> we didn't realize we needed it until you made it. Whoa, they're going to Now we have a music video. For what? no reason. Must, oh, over the end credits? Yes, there's a guy named Jake Hooker who made this happen. And the artist is called Leo Smith, but he's not... I don't, I can't find him anywhere. He's not a famous guy. Now, this is the drums of It's Tricky to Rock Around. It really is. Yes. What are you saying? Oh, this is like, we care a lot, Carl. Yeah, we care a lot. We care, we care a lot. Oh, so this, this, oh, look, the cast members are singing along. Right. Karen, before you leave, can you just sing this lyric? Okay. (laughs) This is like, uh, oh gosh, that Ben Stiller movie. There's something about Mary where they sing Turn Me Up Buttercup at the end. Yeah, you know, I think directors who do that are, there's a little self-importance to their own film. It makes sense because they've all been together for months shooting right, this absolutely. film. Absolutely. But for the audience, it, they came to see a film, and it wasn't Gone with the Wind. But I'm gonna for- I'm gonna top that. There's a Penn Gillette movie uh, called Director's Cut. It's from the director of See uh, Never on Wednesday, and uh-huh. it's a crowdsourced movie. It was a kickstarted movie, and at mm-hmm. the end, everyone who kickstarts shows up in the audience where Penn Gillette sings a rock song over the opening credits. <laughs> Pendulum. I love their shaver. They really, really, <laughs> really, yeah. It talks too much, so I prefer the teller razor. Yeah, look, they're all singing along to this music music video they added in post. Doug Campbell is from Ontario, Canada, and so is the oh. writer of this thing from not Ontario, but from Canada. 
Uh, okay, here's the music. She's gonna get it. Her She's gotta have it. Is the name of the song. Not to be confused. Also, they're taking clips. It's it's a la Beastie Boys, taking clips from rock songs and putting you know sampling. Well, this song was of its time. We take it, the rap. Is- a 1988-1989 music video and movie. We'll take the rap is the name of this rap song. What? It's called yeah. She's Gotta Have It. Oh. Oh, you're right. Okay. Never mind. Oh, there she is. The music video. Why is there Oh, is that the woman from the beginning? Amanda does a good job. Cecil does yeah. a good job. Everyone did a, what they were supposed to in this movie. You know, I just think that that's is such a problematic movie, and it kind of shows here. Like, you have powers, and you use it to rip girls' clothes off. It's just... Uh... She goes, kids, don't try this at home. We're trained professionals. That's hysterical. I'll use it at the end credits or any outtakes. All right, Carl, we did it. Zapped again. And uh, audience members, stay tuned. In a couple minutes, you're going to watch Zap Zero, a.k.a. the drug juice bit from Carl and Mike's <laughs> public access show in New Jersey 30 years 1992. Ago. Wow. I'm glad this movie's on YouTube. It definitely uh, worked my head when I saw it. It was like a weird, bad dream. Like, it hits every note that a, a teen sex comedy needed to hit, even if it was true or not. It just, you know, went through it. The wiener hats. Interesting movie. So you you say thumbs up, good film. I say bad movies can mean it's bad because the premise itself is problematic, and you can't believe this is used as entertainment. Maybe it doesn't age well. Let's say now uh-huh. when we look back at it, we realize – Guys should not be lifting women, use powers to rip women's pants to see their ass. But back then, you know, and especially Zapped itself, like, you know, it's predator. It's, it's what they call rape culture, Carl. This rape. kind of humor, mm-hmm. this this kind of uh, humor. So it's prevalent in this film, although I do Definitely. like the romance. I do like that they kind of have some human being type stuff. Like he gets yeah. kind of knocked down a peg, which I like. But they're all unlikable people. But I do recommend this movie as a bad film. It's bad. Like, yeah. Morally, there's something wrong with it, but I still I like it. I've seen it before. So yeah, everybody did their job. It was it is a bad film. It's a bad premise, and it's uh, but it was executed well. Executed uh, well. Everyone has no chops. It was directed well. I don't think it was written well because it's some unrealistic stuff in there, like uh, a lot of holes. Yeah, and the, the, yeah. the club is the most important thing, and the Penguin Run for fifty years, and I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like a summer. You're a real estate person. That's why you travel from town to town. No, you become an expert in your own town. But okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we uh, want to thank our. We we, yeah. Well, that has been zapped again, Uh, and luckily zapped is not really free on YouTube, so we'll never watch that. But we will be back here next Sunday at two p.m. on Mutiny Radio. We will be back on your podcast feeds every Sunday night. And we pop up on YouTube every week. You just need to subscribe and you'll get notified. And we'll be back with a brand new movie. We're keeping that under seal. But please enjoy this sketch from 1990, Drug Use.
Elizabeth from Homicide FBI. You can call me Lizzie. Now, I'm here to investigate the murder that you committed. Now, I want you to confess, Spiegelman. Just go ahead and pour it out. Confess! All right, I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything. Well, no, no, no. I'm serious now. I, I mean, I'll, I'll no, beat man, it out of you. Don't even bother beating me. I'll tell you everything. I'll start from the beginning. Really? Yeah, it's no problem. I'll tell you everything. You want to know what happened? Maybe I can... No, look, it's a, it's a favor to you. I want... Come I on, let me just... Can you put up a little more resistance? Hey, I got a gun. I got a gun. No, it's I'm right. gonna break you. It's all right, it's all right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, if you're sure, you know. Uh... It all it all started when I went to that local drug den. Carl's house. I knew Carl had the drug juice. And I've heard about the drug juice... I wanted the drug juice, and I knew that he had the drug juice, and I knew that he wanted, that I wanted the drug juice, and I knew that I knew that he wanted to give me the drug juice that I wanted. Carl, Carl, hey, Carl, Carl, you in there? Carl, Carl, is that you? Hey, man, Carl, Carl, I've been looking for this place, this place, Carl, hey, Carl, is that you? Mike, Carl. dude, I've been waiting for oh, you, man. Dude, Why do you hang on to this? Carl, do you have it? You got the drug juice? The I, drug juice? You got drug juice? I've been saving it for you, oh, man. I got I it over really here. I'm dying. I never tried it. I've been telling my mom about this. I can't wait. Okay. Oh, come here. Come here. Oh, man, drug juice. Yeah, I guess I've been saving this just for you right here. Dude, is that it? Diet smoke? No, you idiot. This isn't it. That's diet smoke. This oh. is it right here. The oh, drug the juice. juice. Let me have it. Let me have it. Yeah, that's right. Drug juice. Drug, can I touch it? No, no. I just got it fresh imported. Now, here's what you do, right? Yeah. You just take a little swig of the drug juice. Just, just a, a little, little just a bit. Little okay? And then you chase it with diet smoke. Cool. Carl! Carl, my liebling! Oh, that's your mom. Oh, wait, that's my mom, okay? All right, Now, Carl. just try to be quiet, and, and I'll just go and see what she wants, and I'll try to get rid of her. All right, and we'll be, I'll be right back. Okay, cool, please. I'll be right back. Be Carl, my Liebling, the cook I'm is coming. ready. I'm coming. All right, Carl, man, I'll see you in a sec. Oh, boy, drug juice. She just wanted to have sex, you know? Oh, yeah, Mom's. Yeah, I told her no, you know? I'm busy. Yeah, I you, got, gotta, you got your own Holy macaroni! What's the matter, man? Oh, my God! And the drug juice! It's all gone! You didn't drink all the drug juice, did you? Yeah, that was good stuff. I about well, the whole thing. You didn't even chase it with diet smoke! Jesus, man, with you? Oh, yeah! I drink this all the time. It's slept with his mom. Yes, 
slept with his mom. Well, he went to the office to talk about it. No, he didn't talk with, with it. He, he slept with his mom. That's Don't tell I'm... me you never slept with your mom. No, I'm not saying that. I anyway, mean, I got the drug juice because Carl knew I wanted the drug juice and I wanted it. So he knew it and we got the drug juice. I drank it all. You drank it all? That's when the funny stuff started. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're okay, right? Yeah. Wait, you didn't you didn't drink all the bug juice, did you? Wait a minute. You didn't drink all the drug juice. Feeling okay? You really drank all the bug juice? Well, 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 you're only supposed to drink a little bit. How, how, how do you feel right now? Okay? I'm fine, Carl. Leave me alone. You're sure? I'm fine, damn it. I'm fine. Leave me alone. Stop bugging me. Go, go piss off, you hippo. Leave me alone. If you say you're okay, then fine, but, uh, are you sure? C can you hear what I'm saying to you? Uh, do you understand what I'm saying to you? I hear you perfectly, Carl, man. Leave me alone. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. He just wouldn't leave me alone. Oh, the guy was real teed off, huh? No, he just wouldn't leave me alone. Oh, that guy kept on, uh, no, kept on he, bugging you, right? He just wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah, I know how to type my boss, you know, first day. No, he just wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The guy was just teed no, off. No, no, he wouldn't just, he just wouldn't leave me alone. He was, he was a pest. No, he just wouldn't leave me alone. I don't what you have said. No, he, he just wouldn't leave me alone. He wouldn't leave me alone. He would stop keep bothering me. You're sure, you're sure you're okay? I mean... Wait, wait, wait. How, how many fingers am I holding off? Right now. How, how, how many fingers am I, am I holding off? Can, can you tell? By that point, I was intoxicated with the love of drug juice. In intoxicated with the love? What do you mean? I was baked off oh, of drug juice. Baked, I see. Then I heard some footsteps and Carl's mom came. What, you mean the one he slept with? She was barking to me in German. Im Wald, und sie singen so schön, dann kommt die Wurke und wird es grau und hässlich und dann sagt er, du musst in dem Gefängnis gehen, du bist ein Beschuldiger geknappt, dann singt er um. Okay, okay, wait. If you're okay, and I'm sure that you are, how many fingers am I holding up? Carl, you're the one holding them up. Now, for the last time, Carl, 
leave me alone. Carl came to me and he kept talking to me. He kept repeating. He kept saying, how many fingers? How many fingers? How many fingers am I holding up? How many fingers am I holding oh, up? Oh, oh, how you many mean, you mean, fingers am I holding up? And he took your hand like this and he pulled it and he said, okay, how many fingers are you holding up? No, you idiot. Then I became Frankenstein. Frankenstein? Yeah, what? Well, Frankenstein. Then I came to him, and I, he knew I was going to kill him, and I wanted to kill him, and he knew I wanted to kill him, and he, I knew that he knew... Wait a minute! You, you've got a look in your eye, like... A look like... Like you're going to kill me! Wait, wait, don't do it. Wait, one minute. Yeah, he knew I wanted to kill him, and I killed him. I killed him. I, I, I killed him. I, I, you I, killed the guy. Yeah, I killed him. I killed him. He knew I wanted to kill him, and I wanted. All right, to all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Killed, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? I became Frankenstein. All right. Hey, you know what? We'll forget the whole thing. We'll forget the whole thing. You know what? I'll t I'll tell my supervisor. I'll say uh, it was uh, questions of insanity. What? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? No, you no, no. You just wait here. I killed wait him. here. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go talk to my supervisor. I killed him. I'm gonna go talk to my supervisor. All right, just wait. I, I have him. a guy. I killed just I wait killed here. Him. I killed him. I killed him. Wait. I just wait. Wait a second. I became Frankenstein. I and I killed him, and he knew I wanted to kill him. I killed him. Stay in the pocket. All right. Um, I'll leave you with this because I got the the uh, light, the horn. Um, have you ever asked yourselves, why are you even here? What are you doing on this earth? I'd like to think I'm making a difference. Nobody wants to just take up space. We want our lives to be meaningful. We want to contribute something. We want people to say, there goes Lauren Kraut. If it wasn't for her, I'd be home watching Law and Order, eating pudding with my fingers. All right. Thank you very much for indulging me. Lori Crowd, everyone. Hooray. Yay. All right. Moving right along, your next comedian. Put your hands together for Alan Moreau. Yay. Let's do it. Yes, this is awesome. Right. I like that there's like police sirens and people chatting outside because every time someone's going to the bathroom, we know for a fact, we've heard them tinkling, and we're just polite and pretend we don't, you know? And I just made it weird, because now i got to keep talking, because we're going to listen. Oh, sorry, keep talking, make noises. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, I have IBS, so, like, if I went to the bathroom, we'd just be like, remember that time that guy ruined the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival? <laughs> it made everyone uncomfortable, and we just all went back to our hotels and didn't hang for the rest of the week. <laughs> and then he didn't look at anyone in the eyes, but still, no, it's memorable. I got some followers off it. Okay, good. Kill the energy. This is good. Um, it's fun. I we like you guys like the sad stuff. I know a lot of us are all comics, so it's just like I don't know. I'll I'll do some sad boy stuff, and then uh, you guys could add tags and jokes to it. This is a face of a guy who gets the credit for stuff he doesn't do. Um, 
My world, y'all living in it. Okay. Um, I was pandering. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah. So like, I I haven't drank in five years, right? Uh, I, I'm yeah. Save it. I'm I'm a mess. Um, I was a monster. Like it's just it, you know it's just not for everyone. But um, I want to corner the market as a sober comic. Like I want to be sponsored by Oduls. That's not a pun. Like I literally want to do like hype these shit. I want an Oduls tracksuit, like Oduls hats, and I'll like sell it, like whatever. Like I'll make it cool. But the commercials got to be realistic, right? Remember the Mick Ultra commercials from the late '90s? I'm old, where it was like sold as a fact that it was almost like a health drink, right? It was low carb, but it was just like one calorie less than Bud Light. But for some reason, in the commercials they'd be like climbing up a mountain and like rolling down and like sticking the landing and just like lifting up the shirt with like abs like hey big ultra you know um but the duels commercial is gonna be realistic all right it's gonna be me and a couple of guys that look like me sitting around having an okay time it, just not ruining anyone else's life around us that's the selling point of the commercial and for the purpose of like uh, the commercial, my TV wife, she's gonna come into the kitchen. She's go, "Hey, babe, do you mind taking out the trash?" And she'll turn and walk away before I answer. Gonna kind of stare at the back of her head, look at my O'Douls, bite my lip, look at my buddies, and look at the camera and say, "O'Douls, because you're not your father." That'll be that'll be at all hours of the day. And then the late night version, there'll be a tag, and it'll be like, "O'Douls and the cycle of violence." Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Oh, I knew that would work. Ah, I feel bad. My dad was my dad was a good dad. Who am I trying to fix? No, this is funny. All right, this is good. Um, yeah, that's really all I wanted to do. Um, all right, any questions? Really, that's about it. Hey, we were getting a lot of shit out there. The Northeast, they were hating on us. All these San Fran people. I tried to go to bat for Rhode Island, and then I was like, actually, the Boston people hate Rhode Island too. So <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> they were like. I was like, no, I'm like, oh, me and my Boston homies are in there. We've hung out like twice. But uh, I'm like, but Rhode Island, like, we got a scene too. And they're like, yeah, Rhode Island's cool. It's like Boston, but better. And I was like, you haven't been to Rhode Island. <laughs> it's like a little inside thing. Like, we get a lot of hate. And anytime Rhode Island comes up, I name four other comics that are worth anything. And I'm one of them. And that was, <laughs> that's just me talking about myself. Now. All right, hey, thank you so much. Give it up, Pam. Hey, happy birthday for Pam, everybody. Thank you so much. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Alan Moreau, everyone. You got the special accent. You can say anything. You can be like, watermelon, watermelon, and it'll be cute. Uh, put your hands together for your next... Oh, he's one of the hosts and showrunners of the festival, and he's so helpful and wonderful. What a tall drink of water. Put your hands together <laughs> for Ian Langlands. Yay! Yeah. What's up, everybody? I was in that Boston conversation. Uh... His biggest claim to fame for Rhode Island was, we, we have Edgar Allan Poe. I looked up the Wikipedia article, no association. <laughs> he was born in Boston, died in Baltimore, and at no point did he even, did he even visit Rhode Island. So that's the biggest claim to fame is a made-up fact. So <laughs> go to bed for that one, buddy. It's okay. I love you. Will you marry me? Okay, let's get to it. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I was on Netflix the other day. You guys know how Netflix, they give you like percentage matches of how much they think you're going to like something. I got a 99% match for Dahmer. I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, one time someone told me I look like Dahmer, so I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> I don't think it is. 
He wasn't that good looking. You guys were laughing five seconds ago. Now it looks like you hate me. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? But I got it out of it. was crap. But it's a good show. That's the twist. I really liked it. I really enjoyed the show. It was a fun watch. I guess you could call it that. But it was so funny because I feel like every time I learn about serial killers, I find out how little they wanted to get away with it. It's funny. Like, they didn't try at all to get away with it. And they did it for like 10 plus years. It's crazy. In the first episode, Dahmer invites this dude over, and there's just a bloodstained mattress and a giant vat of acid. And the guy's like, well, this is normal to me. Are we going to fuck or not? And he asks no questions. No questions were asked at all. There we go. Thanks. Another one, uh, the one that's interesting is Richard Ramirez, a nightcrawler. I mean, night stalker. You know that one? Richard Ramirez. Heard of him? Heard of his work? He uh, was interesting. When I watched his documentary... Almost on every crime scene, he would, like, leave his blood and semen, like, on every single crime scene. And he still, for, like, 13 years, he got away with killing so many people. Like, well, the police didn't see that as evidence at all. They were like, well, we can't prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that this semen is his. Maybe it was a passerby that just wanked and left. I don't know about that. This isn't working, Pam. Um, <laughs> I wasn't feeling hot. I'm thinking about doing, a, I'm, I'm going to do a hardcore career pivot. I made my decision. I'm going to be the Pope. I'm going to become the Pope. Uh, will you guys follow me if I become the Pope? Yes? Thank you. Okay. That was not a resounding yes. It's all right. I'm going to be the Pope. I, I, I found out how easy it is to be the Pope. It's crazy. Did you know the only qualifications are to be a man and to be Catholic? That's it. And any man can convert to Catholicism. Have you guys ever met a man before? That's crazy. I feel like there should be more limitations to having. I don't even trust half my guy friends to watch my house plants for the weekend, and you want them to lead Catholicism? That's crazy to me. I feel like there should be more restraint. Did you know that the Pope before the one we had now, he was a Hitler youth? That didn't come up in the interview process at any point. At any, I feel like even Jamba Juice is like, if they find out you were in a hate group, they're like, whoa, 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 we don't have anyone make our fucking razzmatazz. Let's, uh... We have standards here at Jabba Juice. Okay, I'm not going to finish that joke. That's been my time. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Ian Langlands. Hooray. Yay. Um, you're, we're, moving, we're moving right along and through. And, uh, and your next comedian, hey, it's, he's a local guy. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Yay. Hello, everyone. I'm Brady Pearson, local comedian. So, um, I just recently turned 53. Thank you, come on, made it. And the older I get, the more I realize that everything old is new again. We were talking about like Christina Aguilera's music coming back with some 2000 stuff. We've got some Cold War action happening. Polio. I don't know. It's all true, right? Um, anyway. Yeah, I mean, everything else again, and, and it makes me think, makes me nostalgic for old things. It makes me wonder about our thirst for nostalgia. Um, does anybody, is anyone here old enough to remember, um, does anyone here know who Harrison Ford is? Harrison Ford. Okay, we first really, as a collective group, we saw him, he changed the universe in um, Indiana Jones and, um, no, no, in, no, really, well, yeah, Star Wars, but really, like, we're thinking about, like, him as, as Indiana Jones and, um, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? And yes, of course he was in Star Wars the first film. Of course he was. He was amazing. He was incredible, right? Now, all these years later, 
we asked him to come back and like flog these little members. Did anybody see um um did anybody see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Yes. Did anyone see Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Why did we do this to him? He had a really good record going, but no, our thirst and nostalgia, we did that to him. And then we asked him to keep making movies, right? We asked him to make like Indiana well, no, the other one was um oh, is anyone see um Blade Runner 2049, anyone? Was he in it? Really? Did you know that because of that he broke an ankle? He did, he broke an ankle. And then he went and did another, again, Arista Nostalgia, he went and did um, Star Wars. Oh my God, I can't believe they're making another one. Do you remember that one? Right? And did you know that he actually broke a rib for that one too? And in, in the filming of those two crashes, in the filming of, in the film of those two movies, he crashed two planes. I just want to say, like, ladies and gentlemen, can we just like come up with new ideas and save our old actors? Or at least if they can resurrect Carrie Fisher for a cameo, do we really have to endanger him? Let's leave someone for Alec McBeal to fuck in the future. As I get older, you know, like, I have a lot of questions. I'm getting older, and what have I done with my life, you know? Like, what have I made of it? And I've really been thinking, and it made me think the existential question of how many miles of cock have I sucked? Are there any other cocksuckers in the room? Can I hear cocksuckers? Okay, I can ask a question. Do you like sucking cock or do you do it for money? Or not for money, but like both. So so like so you'll you'll say like if you do this, I will give you head, right? You have done that, right? That's what I'm talking about, right? But do you do you just like go down and like go for like ah uh, crazy? Like you know. You gotta build oh, you gotta build up. Okay, I like to talk about that because it is an art form. And this is how long I've been expressing it, so it makes me ask the essential question, how many miles of cock have I sucked? Right? No, you got to do averages, so we're going to do some math. You ready? So you the average cock is what? You're six, like, one up, one down, that's a mile, right? Uh, a foot. You keep going 4,680 feet in a mile. 26 point uh, da, 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 feet in 26 is a, a marathon, and that explains my trip at Folsom last weekend. Yeah, but this is America, and I suck. Thank you. I suck up here as a comedian. I totally suck. I admit it. So, y'all, I want to share a song with you from a musical that I never wrote. From it's called Little Orphan Fanny, and the song goes something like this: <laughs> Your son will come out tomorrow. Better be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin. He'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady. Hey, Brady Pearson. You're an excellent voice tonight, Brady. Uh, all right, our next three comics I'm just going to announce, and then we'll figure out what's going on from there. We've got Devontre, then Mike Spiegelman, then Jared Senna. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Devontre Coleman. What's up? How y'all doing? Cool. 
just moved to San Francisco. I don't really know anybody here. I've been trying to make friends. Somebody told me to get a cat. Anybody else out there a cat person? Make some noise if you like cats. Fucking hate cats. Hate cats because my ex was a huge cat person and my current personality is just to spite her. Also hate all registered nurses in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, I recently got invited to an orgy. It sounds cool on paper. But to be invited to an orgy, strangers have to think you look like you attend orgies. I don't know if that means they think I fuck a lot. I'll just make them look better. But I'm going to find out on Saturday. Yeah, I like sex. And I like surprises. I just don't like when they mix. I recently brought this lady to my apartment. And it was almost game time, and she stopped and whispered to me. She said, oh, shit, I probably should have told you. I was like, yeah, no matter what you say next, I agree. You should have told me. She goes, I probably should have told you I might have gonorrhea. Like, might. That's something you should definitely get checked out. She's like, don't worry about it. Having gonorrhea is like being a Pokemon fan. It's way more common than you think. Like, now is not the time for clever similes. Also, that means you just have gonorrhea. I think I got gonorrhea that night. But that's okay, because having gonorrhea is kind of like swimming in lava. It's not that fun, and my crotch is on fire. Oh, yeah. I was nine. Well, I have a sister. She's nine months older than me. She's, like, exactly nine months older than me. And when I tell people that, people are like, whoa, was your mother in a rush? But I was actually like two months premature, so technically we both were. But yeah. My sister's got a kid, and uh, she's a single mother raising a kid, and it's cool because she's a smart little dude. And it gives me hope that one day when I have kids, I can leave them, and they'll still be pretty all right. Yeah, I recently started this new diet. It's called the Jurassic Diet. It's where you eat what you think the dinosaurs would have eaten. Going pretty well because I think the dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. I um I like video games. I just don't like being called a gamer. I feel like that's R N word. I actually think it's worse because nobody's ever called me a gamer as a term of endearment. And they usually use the hard R. Yeah. I think we should support sex work. I, I agree with supporting sex workers. But I think we need to shed more light on the sex volunteers. I feel like those are the real heroes of the community, helping make the world a better place. Like, the Kardashians are really putting in those hours. Oh yeah, I have to leave you with this. I think we should do everything in our power to make sure that underrepresented voices get the chance to be heard. I think... If you live a comfortable life, you should do what you can to make sure that people who live in constant discomfort have the slightest chance of rising up. But there's a wrong time for that initiative. I was watching porn recently, and the entire cast had on Black Lives Matter shirts. Like, yeah, usually I agree. Just not right now. This is the first time I ever thought, you know what, they should just shut up and dribble. I've been Devontra Coleman. Happy birthday, Pam. Devontre Coleman, everyone, hooray. 
right, your next comedian uh, lives in L.A. now, but he still has a, 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 a podcast on the show. He does, he does it every week, and he sends it to me, and I'm so excited that he's here in the flesh. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Spiegelman. Yay! Is he outside still? Someone open the door and be like, Mike Spiegelman. Uh, it's great to be here. Thank you so much for giving me dead air uh, on the station. It's the one thing I request on Mutiny Radio is that there's absolute complete silence. Uh, not during my act, I can take that, but you know, before or during my act. Uh, anyone here like comedians who like leave the stage before the, con the host comes back on? Because they're data. Hate that. Hi, my name is Mike Spiegel, and it's great to be here. Uh, I'm, I'm performing without a mask, but uh, my clutch is my joke book, so it's good to be here. Uh, great to be back in San Francisco. I went to my favorite taqueria, Jack in the Box, and I said, <laughs> Kenosis? And I said, uh, give me a monster taco. And they said, we're, we're all out. I said, well, give me something comparable. And he kicked me in my stomach. <laughs> and then I took a shit. I had a really busy day. I interviewed to be CFO at Salesforce, and the recruiter was really incredulous. He goes, what even makes you think you would be eligible to be at this interview to be CFO of Salesforce. And I said, well, strangers call me boss. That's respectable. They're like, hey, boss. So I think I should work for you guys. It's great to be here. You know, uh, when aliens land on Earth, I don't think they're going to be evil uh, or to want to take over the Earth. I think they're going to be jet lagged. They're going to be like, take me to an Airbnb. Not a creepy one. I like how Airbnb has a Halloween promotion where it's like uh, you can win the, the world's scariest Airbnb. It's just a hotel room. Not even that scary. Sorry. You know, um, horror movies, don't, don't watch horror movies every night for 31 days, all right? You know, because it's Halloween, you want to celebrate by watching 31 nights of, of the 15th night. You're like, I hate myself. I want to die. Humanity's terrible. Uh, so just watch a cartoon. It'll make things better. I, I was glad that the pandemic closed places, right? Oh, man, that was great. Uh, for example, the Cat Cafe closed. I fucking hate them. No, they kicked me out of the Cat Cafe. Apparently, no dogs allowed. No dogs. No dogs allowed. I said, well, you have a dog. And they said, well, let's take your dog to work day. But the joke was on me. It closed, and now it's covered in feral cats. I can't win. It's still a cafe filled with cats. Just feral. I have a uh, dog, and uh, sometimes when you walk your dog, you forget a bag. And I was outside Blue Barrel, and my dog not only pooped, and I didn't have a bag, it was this really long trail of diarrhea. And it just went everywhere. And people were walking up to Blue Barrel like, hey, you want some Blue Barrel? And they're like, I don't know. Check out the line outside. It's all, it goes all the way around the corner. Can you believe that shit? The line goes around the corner. It's not even 10 a.m. It's disgusting. So one of the places I was glad that closed was my hometown seasonal ice skating rink. The place was a dump. You know, for six months, it was an ice skating rink. And for the other six months, it was a big puddle where you could soak your feet. I'm in Mike Spiegelman. Thank you for that introduction. Oh. Thank <laughs> you. 
Mike Spiegelman, everyone. Listen to uh, LMFNOYT every Sunday from 2 to 4. It's Let's, let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. It's a really fun show. You don't even have to watch the movie. The podcast just holds up on its own. But it is better. I've learned when I was in Greece. If you watch the movie, it's actually like four times more entertaining. And it's so entertaining that I just listen to it. Anyway, Denise, I'll put you on the list. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Jared Senna. How are we doing, guys? My name is Jared. I'm from San Diego. Not sure you guys know what it's like to live in San Diego, but it's hot as balls all the time. I'm actually white. Just been barbecued Filipino. Just like you guys. Um, graduated with a degree in creative writing uh, recently. Uh, I'm not sure you guys know what creative writing is. But creative writing is uh, pretty much just a fancy way of saying barista. Um, uh, uh, what am I going to do again? Oh, fuck. Uh, okay, I got it. Um, um, uh, uh, I used to work uh, in downtown SF as a barista. I dealt with a lot of homeless. I dealt with a lot of crackheads. Um, they're really erratic and unpredictable, but they're really nice people if you get to know them. I prefer them more over entitled customers. They never ask me to remake a drink. They never rush me for an order. The only bad thing about them is that once in a while you have to remind them that a coffee shop isn't the place to be jerking off. Um. Uh, uh, I love the Bay Area because it's actually the place where I lost my virginity. Uh, I was 23 when I lost it, which is the age that I am now currently. Thank you. Um, I didn't lose it late because I was scared to talk to women. I lost it late because I was scared to show my naked body to women, you know? Like, no one needs to know how big my nipples are. Luckily, that person I did it with was very understanding and didn't judge me for what my body looked like. She just sat me down. She was like, baby, I don't care how big your nipples are. As long as I get the $100 you promised to Venmo me. Thank you, white people. Uh, I was popular in high school. Not for good reasons. Uh, I wasn't popular because I threw parties or because I was attractive. I was popular because I was that known as a kid that got hit by a car. I was uh, on my way to smoke weed with my friend, and I ended up uh, getting hit by a car as I was crossing an intersection. You know, it's funny. My grandma always told me that I was going to die smoking weed. I just didn't think it would involve a fucking Kia. Thank you, Ian. You gave me that tag. Brought to you by Ian. Uh, um, it was really hard for me to walk. Uh, I was in a wheelchair, and I was in a full body cast. So it was really hard for me to walk. But it was also really easy for me to find a prom date. Which is funny, because uh, by the time prom came, I was already healed. I was just using the wheelchair as a prop. 
I exaggerated too. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it past this next week. It would really suck if I just died a virgin. Yeah. She said no, but I imagine if she said yes, I'd probably jump out of my wheelchair. Right, it's called Joke Workshop. We're here to work out our shit in your jokes, all right? That's what we're here to do today. Now, everybody, say happy birthday to Pam. Happy birthday, Pam! Yeah, let's go! Nice, Jared. He's pandering. That's really nice. I can't do you see how I did that pandering. There you go. Jared Senna, everyone. Yay! Yay! Working out his stuff. Your next comedian. He's one of the showrunners of the Muni Radio Comedy Festival. Clap your hands together for Dan Lewis. Yay! Awesome. Happy birthday, Pam. That's great. Cool, guys. We're good. Happy Columbus Day, everybody. No, not so much. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Absolutely. He got canceled, Columbus, and for good reason. Uh, but I hope they're still using that helpful rhyme that you learn in school, right? In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, exactly. Still, to this day, the best way to remember the color of the ocean. So I like to celebrate that on today. Absolutely. Uh, Fleet Week just ended, right? Is that just that's over now, right? You guys, did you see that Fleet Week going on? That was uh, not a big fan. Did you know that it's also um, Defense Department Month right now? It is, and it's also Military Industrial Complex Century. So that's good to know. I don't believe in ghosts. Even if they were real, they're just not scary, you know? They don't really do anything. They turn on the TV, they move a door, you know? Friends of mine are like, you know, like, oh, I think there might be a ghost in the house. They get all scared. These same people live with a cat. How is a cat not worse than a ghost? If you're like, there's a ghost in this house, I'd be like, so what? If you're like, yeah, it uh, tears up the couch and pukes on the bed once a week, I'd be like, there's an evil presence and we need to leave right now. Absolutely, guys. Uh, in a new relationship, dating a, dating a twin, dating a, a woman who has an identical twin sister. Yeah, it's always been a big fantasy of mine. Uh, did I just say identical? Start the joke over. Hey, everybody, I'm in a new relationship, and I, uh, I'm dating a woman who has an identical... Uh. Hey, everybody. I'm in a new relationship, uh, dating a woman who has a twin sister. It's always been like a fantasy of mine, you know? Uh, except for she's a fraternal twin sister. She looks nothing like looks nothing like her. So, But whenever I s you know, see those birth certificates, I get pretty hot, though, you guys. It's pretty awesome. I like that they're fraternal twins. It'd be weird to be deeply in love with a, an identical twin, to be super attracted to an identical twin, you know? Like you show up at her place, you know, to pick her up for a date, and you're like, you look so fucking hot right now. And you too, Emily, obviously, you know, anyway. Part needs work. But yeah, if, you have, if, if you're dating an identical twin, it is kind of handy, because if you do have sex with her sister, you do ha you have the plausible deniability, right? I didn't know. Just didn't know. Like, I can't do that with the fraternal twin sister, you know? But I did be like, I'm sorry, the lights were out, and um, she felt 32 years, 8 months, and 14 days old. That's all I'm saying. Uh, good to have an identical twin. You can try, try clothes on for each other. As a matter of fact... Uh, when my girlfriend is trying on some, some pants, she'll be like, hey, do these jeans make my ass look fat? I'll be like, well, let's put it this way. They would make your sister's ass look fat. Thank you. 
<laughs> People don't like to admit that they met on Tinder, you know? They don't like that because it's like a hookup app, you know? They, they don't like to say they met on Tinder. Uh, and I don't know why. It's a legitimate way to meet people. I had, a, I had an ex like this. She was like, let's not say we met on Tinder. I like the way that sounds. Let's say we met through friends. Like, does every new form of dating have to go through this process? You know, 200 years ago, the women say, let's not say we met through friends. Let's say my family traded me for a goat or something. You know, I, I feel like that sounds better. Anyway, you guys, thank you for listening and um, appreciate it. Dan Lewis, everyone. Hooray. Guys in the back, are either of you people that are interested in signing up, dudes? Or are you just not the guys behind you? The guys behind you. Are you guys, you're just chilling? You're just hanging out? Okay, that's fucking cool. Um, those guys in the back aren't comedians. Are you looking to sign up, sir? Oh, you are? What's your name? Oh, Ruben Anthony. I'm sorry I didn't get to introduce to you. And there you are, Ruben Anthony. Okay, cool. And for people who are a part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, all of the bags are labeled. So larges are on the stage, smalls are on the side, mediums are over there, and on the back by the piano are the extra larges, the two X's and the three X's. Just look for the bag that corresponds to your size. Cool. Well, Ruben, I'm going to put you up after our next comedian, who is, everybody clap your hands together, for Denise Lee. Yay! God, I still had more time. I was busy bowling devontre. Um, okay, so uh, so I, I'm, I, I would call myself a feminist, you know? Like, I believe that uh, women should support other women um, unless the women are better than me. <laughs> like I, I'm a big believer of helping other women around me rise up, but if they're more successful than me, I'm like, okay, be humble. Okay, you have risen already. My turn. Uh, I was I was very nerdy in high school. I was not very popular, and people used to try and bully me. I say try because they couldn't. You know, like I grew up with immigrant parents. Like you think you can be mean to me, like. Mei Chen Huang Li is like the most savage person I know. You just can't be mean to me. Um, okay, let's see. Um, uh, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that one. <laughs> uh, I feel like San Francisco, uh, living in San Francisco has made me more pessimistic. And I know I'm more pessimistic now because I carry a jacket with me wherever I go. Like, uh, whenever I walk outside and I see the sun shining, I'm just like, oh, that will go away soon, too. Oh, I'm like, it, it will be cold again soon, like, like the rest of my soul. Okay, I don't know. There was supposed to be a tag there. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I, uh, I, was, I was walking through a parking garage yesterday, and I saw this guy doing heroin, and I don't know why, but my first thought was to just avert my gaze so I could give him some privacy. Um, I don't know. Um, no, okay. Uh, so I, I recently found out that I'm not a very fun person. And don't nod, Devontre. Don't fucking nod. <laughs> I found out I'm not very fun because I went to, uh, I went to a party and someone offered me ketamine. And the way that they phrased it, she was like, you really need it. <laughs> and I was just trying to eat a clementine at the time. 
and she tried to pour some ketamine on a slice of clementine and give it to me. <laughs> and I just got upset with her because I was like, now I can't eat this clementine. All right. Okay, let's see. Um uh I feel like I feel like uh what do I feel? I don't really know what I feel anymore. Um I've been feeling pretty depressed lately. I recently called my mom and told her that I was feeling sad for no reason, and she was oddly empathetic. She was like, "Yeah, I understand. If I were you, there would be a lot of reasons I would feel sad too." And then she started listing things. <laughs> she was like, you know, your job isn't that good. Your, su your sister is way more successful than you. Your apartment's super small. You're not married. And I was like, those were not things on my mind at all. But I will add those to the list now. Okay, thank you. Denise Lee, everyone. We've got a couple comedians left, and then at 7 o'clock, Marty Cunney's going to be doing a joke workshop from 7 to 8, or like 7 to seven to 7.50. And I don't know what he's going to do, but it's going to be great. And uh, and then there's the Bon Dolores at 8 o'clock. Hey, you're welcome to come. We don't have a hard stop time, so uh, there you go. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ruben Anthony. Yay! Thank you, everyone. Uh, first, I just want to acknowledge something that um, we are on the uh, the end of Hispanic Heritage Month. Starts on September 15th, runs through October 15th. We get the only Heritage Month that will actually jump a border on our calendar. It's awesome. But like, what does this country think that Mexicans want to like go from September to October to like celebrate the holidays Americans don't want to celebrate? You know, like Columbus Day? You can't believe we still celebrate Columbus Day? I mean, it's, it's like, it's so recent. We know what he did when, when Columbus came here and discovered people in America. You know, it was only like 500 years ago. That's not that long in the span of history. That's like, what, five Betty Whites ago? You know, maybe six or seven Mick Jaggers to Joe Biden's back. It's not that, not, not that long ago. But I'll tell you what country should celebrate uh, Columbus Day. India. Yeah, they should celebrate that he missed. Missed by a country mile. Like even Marco Polo was able to find India and he had his eyes closed. Now, I'm not really a big fan of calling it Indigenous Peoples Day because even the native tribes of this country, even they're descended from immigrants. You know, they came over here from Asia, the first Asian invasion, over the Bering Strait. They came through Alaska. You know, some of the fat ones were slowing them down. You know, they just left them. They called them Eskimos. Yeah, I, I know I don't really like that joke either, and so you're not the only ones who aren't into it. You know, then they, then they came further south. You know, they saw this great land, and they called dibs, which was great until the pioneers came out, and, well, they called shotgun. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, but, yeah, so we always kind of overshoot with the political correctness. Like, you guys remember what happened to Land O'Lakes Butter? You know, they had that Native American woman on, her on there, and they got, they got rid of her. 
What people don't understand is she was drawn by an artist from the Chippewa Nation. And he made sure that her, her clothing was authentic. The land behind her represented the Red Lake Reservation. And what did we do? Kicked another Native American off her land. Well, let's be honest. She was a bit of a butterface. Okay, um, okay, so I'm not sure what everyone else had.